Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Out of the gates and ready to go. OutKick 360 is back. Tuesday edition is here. Look around. Jam-packed studio. 6th and Peabody, our location with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. John McClain will join us in an hour. And there are plenty of NFL and college football headlines galore. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Don't say at the end of the show that we didn't warn you coming into it that we are fired up, we're ready. This is We're going to bring the pain for the next three hours. But I'm not saying it's going to be painful for you to watch or listen. <laughs> I'm saying that <laughs> That's good we clarification. are going to bring Caught the himself pain. Immediate. It's a fun pain. <laughs> we're going to be... Pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasurable pain. We're masochists uh, on this show. We, uh, we're, look, we're going to bring... By the time this show's over, we're going to be in pain because we're going to give it our all. <laughs> oh, so much. Is what we're we'll saying. We'll be so spent. We haven't used the phrase pissed off for greatness in some time, so maybe yeah. we'll go there in honor of Ray Lewis, who we periodically honor in a humorous way. Yes. By the way, speaking of humorous, as you just said, I was and I almost recorded this and sent it to you. So Paul does not say his H's. We've we've discussed this a lot. He says Houston at the he start says of humorous. At the start, does not say Houston. I think or he's humorous. improved in that area, though. Thank you. I've been, thank I've, you for noticing. Thank you for noticing. Well, I just instances. noticed. I just noticed humorous. That's why it made me think of this. Yeah. Um, I, you know this show, I think too, Paul. This kid show. It's on, I think, Netflix right now, but my daughter watches The Quads, Nikki, Ricky, Doc, Nikki and Don. Don, and Doc, oh, yeah. or whatever. The I four, actually enjoyed that. The, the four kids. That We're are, past the, it the, the Quads. Uh, there was an episode, and it started with the discussion of someone could not say their H's. And it was the they girl in high school material. talking about it. It's like, you can't, they can't say, they say Houston. And they said... And I'm thinking, this is the conversation we've had on our show. They've listened to our show. I these feel writers. like the it's creator clear. of this show listens to but our show. But is this like a Sesame Street episode where they're trying to teach kids that other kids have speech no, impediments? No, i got to go back. <laughs> no, no, it's no. not that. No, no. It was an this adult. Is a, Little this Julie is much has a older than impediment. Sesame it's Street. Not a, this she is can't more, help it. This is more Guys, for like 12-year-olds. Guys, we shouldn't make fun of Paul for not being able to say his H's. <laughs> this is more for 12-year-olds. This yeah. is not a little well, kid Well, this show. is like, they end, they're like 15, you know, yeah. on the show. It's, it, this was a multi-season. <laughs> this is the like, they started at 8 This is at like 18. when Mars like, Attacks uh, was stolen from Howard Stern. The whole script was just lifted well, off of a skit. I got to go find it. I've, I almost made a note to pause it and see what episode she was watching so I could go back and get the audio. I, I smell a lawsuit. Of it, and then it's the girl talking about someone who doesn't say their H's because of where they're from. And I forget where they said the person was from, but I'm thinking this is right in line with a conversation if we I have could, about If Paul. I could get this camera, I am going to be looking up Fox Legal, either during our breaks or after the show, because I think we've got intellectual property theft here, though it probably dates back to our former employer <laughs> who would have no interest in helping us out. But uh, maybe independently, we could go to our lawyer 
since we have a lawyer and talk to him about intellectual property theft. I think it's complete BS. I love that the extent of our IP is not pronouncing H's <laughs> properly. That's it. Well, we expand from the market there. on that, and <laughs> that's that's we all we have. From there. Oh, but the other uh, aspect of the of the we, show that builds. we we hope uh, eventually layered uh, comes back around is with Manti Teow. Lene Kakua. Um, we have uh, a Manti Teow documentary that begins this evening. We should be in that. How are we yeah. not interviewed for this? Yeah, we, so, we need to be one of the talking heads. For for those who don't remember the story, January of 2013. Um, Very sad. After the 2012 season at Notre Dame, where he had a girlfriend pass away literally, what, days after his grandmother passed away. And we mourned. And he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Come to find out, he had been catfished. The girlfriend was fake. Um, fake, I believe fake, the, fake, fake. I believe the gentleman's name was Marcus Tuayasasopo. And we never give him enough who, credit. Who faked the identity of Lene Kakua. And Lene Kakua did not exist, although apparently the Heisman Trophy finalist linebacker with the Irish truly believed she did. He was and in love. In love online love, through, love, through love. messages. <laughs> it yeah. ties into so many. So Netflix um, is having a, a full-on... Memorial? Uh, Renaya. Marcus Tuayasasopo is the quarterback. His cousin, I believe, Ronaya Tuayasasopo, is the, uh, the gentleman that portrayed Kakua. We had a country music game of the week that we did every week during what we call the off-season, the non-football seasons. The Lene Kakua country music game of the week where Classic. we presented three lyrics. Two lyrics were real country music songs. Very popular. Four lines like number from each one song. song. One was completely made up, and Paul had to figure out which one was Lene Kakua of the three. And then and, it extended into high school football. Yeah, and then we, then we had fake uh, high school towns and, i don't and know tennessee names. geography so um, it ended up being uh, a, a fantastic bit and it honored the late lene kakua uh, who passed away tragically um never let's be clear though we mourned her when we thought she was a real person and died and then we mourned when we found out she wasn't a real person that he was catfished and then we milked it for everything we could but i have this in my calendar the date that lene kakua died Fell on a weekend this year, but I have it just like a, your guys' birthdays yeah. are in my calendar. Yeah, we, Lene Kakua we died 2012 or whatever. It's not on it Netflix. It is called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. I'm going to watch. I hope it's terrific. <clears throat> I'm going to watch. I, I remember our, our buddy Tom Rinaldi, I think, did the piece on the death of the girlfriend on College Game Day on ESPN when he was with ESPN. I can remember that piece. Well, remember Dead and How Spin hard felt it was before, why, when everyone thought ESPN. it was real beat ESPN yep. on it being fake. ESPN was working on it. Deadspin got like the final thing they needed and they published it. It was massive for them. Deadspin's been gutted and it's not what it used to be, but it was a monumental moment also in the uh, blog without a, a, a real name and real financial backing, non-mainstream blog busting out. It was a massive story. So I've, yeah. uh, I just did a little internet research and I found an article from Women's Health Magazine. Renaya Tuiasosopo is a transgender woman, and I'm trying to find it's now goes by Naya okay. Tuiasosopo, and they have a full update that was published this year of a where are they now? August 16th, 2022, and it catches up with Naya Tuiasosopo, who was a Christian singer at one point. Uh, says I created this fictional character, Lene. Because I didn't have the courage to say, this is who I really am. 
and to admit her love for Manti Teo was how this originated. So, Naya, I'm trying to figure out what what Naya is up to. It's one of these stories that it's like you know by the website, like how the intellectual level of the people that go to the website that read the stories because everything is just in bold print. What is catfishing? And it's a two-sentence description of catfishing. Yeah. Who is Lene Kakua is the next one. Then it gives a description of that. The whole article is that. And it's I can't find. Fact. Yeah, it's, this is from women's. I'm not saying that people, everyone who reads women's health is dumb. But this is an article created for really dumb people. Because <laughs> it's just in bold. What is transgender? For, for parents. What is this? Yeah. What, who is Lene Kakua? Uh, just going straight down the list. Uh, how did Naya catfish Manti Teo? Is the next. Hey. How did the show catfish? Develop? Why did she catfish him? The, the, the one thing that I remember is, um, and, and we've we've had former Irish uh, on the, the Notre Dame players, teammates of his. There were there was a group of the locker room that thought the girlfriend talk was real and believed it, and there was another group that thought this guy is something's off here. Because you never saw this person. He was doing interviews uh, about both his grandmother and uh, his uh, fake dead girlfriend. And they Great were catching name. on like, hey, it's uh, it, this does not add up. They weren't buying it. I think Jacob saw fake dead girlfriend last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> they were headlining at his bar. Yes, at a big event at Cobra, I believe on August 5th. Um, they're they, a little, they're a little harsh it, for me. Yeah. I, I feel like girlfriend. there's, there's also, there's a subplot in almost every teenager story where the nerdy guy has a girlfriend he met at camp that's out of town that no right. one's ever met yeah. that yeah. he like writes love letters to. Stranger Things, I Nobody's feel like ever had, met her. had a plot line where there was, he was communicating with a girl. No one believed no, the girl she's existed. coming the third weekend in October, man. Right. You'll see. My girlfriend is beautiful. You guys are going to see it. I'm going to prove you wrong. That's his always story. By the way, I get to the end of this story, and it says, where is Naya now? Naya spoke to producers, but it's unclear where she is now or what she is doing. <laughs> we'll find out. So I got to the bottom, and still no idea about Naya. We'll find out. Um, Maybe. But, but then, like, it, it's a classic it story. never, like, it, it, we kept the memory alive, but the storyline never really followed up. Like the media was duped. Well, he's he was never duped. really come clean. But was about, he? Like, do you, like I don't fully. What degree? I was fully he don't like. I don't. I'm not all in on him being completely duped with it. Did he have doubts throughout? Like you think most people would. Like they're hopeful it's real, but in the back of their head they're thinking, well, I don't know, they, something fishy here. They did a uh, Chad. Do a quick Google search on this while you're at it on your Google machine. I am. Um, I I'm do, all over I the Google machine. I do remember uh, it was Deadspin or it was like HBO um, something. They did a doc. They did a piece. It wasn't a full documentary on the girl that was used as the photo of Lene Kakua. I think that might have been real sports. And they they caught up with her and found, found out what she was doing. Yeah. yeah. But like that those were the was photos. She involved it was, all it was, was she real a random sports. girl. I believe it was real sports. No, she was real. And no, she was not involved in this. No, she had they no just idea. She just started seeing her picture. That's the I scary think that's the story. Thing, man. Yeah. Like Lene Kakua was announced as picture. dead and um her photo was online. Or, all or, and over on the broadcasts. Place. Yeah. yeah. And she's watching T V somewhere and she's like with which tail provided. So he just picked a photo. Of you know, somebody that looked like well, no, no, well, no, I mean no, that's no. who oh, he she, was sent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, this he Ronaya just Ronaya Tuiasasopo is picked out this I mean, random woman. Go look at you know a, a quarter of your recent Twitter follows and look at the women that are probably following us on yeah. Twitter and know that that's not <laughs> the person behind right. that account is not the person in the picture. It's the same thing with with Manti Teo. 
I feel like there was some research done uh, by, or some in reporting where I got the impression that Manti Teo, while he was completely duped in the moment, figured out well before it came to light that something was up, that this wasn't real, yeah. that just didn't come clean, kind of played along with it later in the game, even when he knew it wasn't real. Here's the impression I got of Manti Teo during this whole thing. It was a, a completely glossed over, glossed over blank slate. I don't know what he got and what he didn't got, but I didn't see any. <laughs> didn't get. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, but, I, but yeah. I didn't see any flicker behind his eyes that was any light that told me he was getting things or not getting things or sorting out. I think he was better at sifting through uh, offenses to find a, a guy to tackle, which he wasn't very good at. Is he still in the league? If he is, uh, a, I it, don't it was think special team last year. fringe no, guy. He's out, yeah. Um, but you know, he was good at that in college. He, he was, was not on, very good at that at the pro level, and didn't turn into. Yeah, he was on a roster, I believe, last year, like a, as an injury replacement or a, a sixteen-man practice. Yeah, he made squad. a the small very, career out the, of it. The thing is about him, he he reminds me a lot of, and, and not not in the how the public views him, but in the decorations of his career of Tim Tebow. He is one of the more decorated linebackers in college football history. When you look at the number of awards that dude won. It's a good comparison. He's not and, at Tebow level. No, no, no. But but I'm, I'm just in terms of what he did in college versus what he did in the pros. And Tebow's more accomplished in the pros, quite frankly. But, you know, he's drafted by the Chargers. Nothing panned out there. Um, and, you know, it was just a, a, a weird connection that he just was not able to make from the college defense where he was – like he was an all pro in college, he was incredible. Made then, every play, and then went to the pros and just did not. He wasn't on the field, but you know he was a two down player and um, just never really connected. Whatever, wherever he went. Diane O'Meara, twenty three year old woman from Torrance, California, was the woman in the photo. Girl, uh, the the girl in the picture is another great Netflix documentary that I watched recently. The girl in this picture is Diane O'Meara, who was a high school classmate. Of Renaya Tuiasasopa. Is the okay. girl in the picture about her? No. No, no. no. <laughs> it's a much darker story <laughs> than even this one. Yes. This story's got some this darkness to bright, it. The girl, this isn't a bright tale. The girl in the picture, um, I'm going to give a parental warning right now. The, the, that story gets much darker than this one. But it's a great, great documentary. And I think the other thing that really uh, stuck with me throughout that saga is you had the show Catfish, which is really popular in MTV at the time, right? Yep. Um, it took Nev, off from there. Nev, what are the guy's name? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this thing filled that gas. The tank. unveil, like they would unveil the catfish, like they would wrap up the episode by confronting whoever was being catfished with the person that was really online with them chatting. And many times it could have been their sister or uh, it was you know one of their friends from school, fat dude down the street, a friend, a friend of their of their parents at work. Weird, like weird stuff. I mean, and sometimes very random. But it was always when you saw it, you're like, "Oh, this makes sense." Like, yeah, this guy fell for it. Yeah, when you see the guy, right? Yeah, or the he's girl. A, he has a shrine in his bedroom to someone he's right. never met. It's very difficult for me to buy that a guy that was so popular in at Notre Dame, winning every every Nagurski award to anything from a Heisman Trophy finalist to the top awards in college football, that you. You can't find a girlfriend around. Didn't uh, and, really and want one, right? And you're really served by just chatting with someone online with the idea that 
I believe this is real, but maybe not. And but it's I'm easier okay for with me. It. It's easier for me. Like that, that, yeah, that's how it came across. That's why I don't fully buy that he was totally duped in all this. I, I, it's, no, it's in the back of your head. Certainly, probably doubt. not how any of the three of us or most people, if you were an all-American linebacker at Notre Dame would have uh, engaged in your collegiate experience. No, I would want to be is sick being, of the girl and send her away. Is, is being in a relationship with a girl you've never met online while there is a campus full of people worshiping you at that university. Uh, that's, I mean, this, it's, a, it's a different way to go about is, it, for it, sure. This is a different era than, like, so, Paul, uh, when Chad and I were in high school, like, you would get on AOL Instant Messenger on dial-up internet. Sure. There were you couldn't send photos across that platform. The the most popular question by it, you could message anyone if you could just find their username was ASL age sex location. That's what everyone wanted to know, and then you would chat like that's how you would be approached. Um, we would shout would, out the window, and you would have no idea. <laughs> but, like you would you have no that? idea who you were chatting with um, or, or who was asking you oh. um, on AOL. But like in this in this case. Twitter's Twitter's available. Instagram is about to pop. Facebook's been going, and it, at least on college campuses, you could certainly email years. a picture. Y- yeah, it's it's much easier to uh, to connect with someone. Um, yeah, it, it was just. I mean, the whole I, vibe was off. I feel like that. I was catfishing people before I knew what catfishing was in the late '90s on AOL. I would always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 23 years old and. I'm in grad school and I'm 14. Just got back from just got back from lifting. Yeah, Your name's like, Hans. I, yeah. There, there wasn't even the ability to send a picture then. You're just chatting with someone on you know instant messenger. Your last name was Von Schmidto. I was actually taking real people. I think their identity. I was saying <laughs> I was looking at different rosters of teams and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm this guy. This guy looks good. Uh, I'll be him to this girl. You guys understand what I'm saying? I didn't though. know when what you, it was. At the time. If you see the show Catfish. I mean, you don't. Uh, let's be honest here. I don't feel like the the people on the other end of the of the line are very smart when no. Nev, when Nev knocks on the door. Well, it's uh, always this, this guy seems very bright. You know, also like Brighter five minutes into every episode, it's something's. This is one at something's least where wrong. it's a very popular football player and an attractive woman. Right. Right. There's a lot of times where it's like, oh, yeah, the girl involved in this. With the guy that's the guy that's messing you, this something's There's off a desperation. here. Or the guy and the girl, the girl that's that into the guy. This isn't really connecting all the dots right now. There's something up with all of this. Yeah, you can tell pretty quickly. So here's his here's his trophy list: Maxwell Award, the Lot Award, the Chuck Benerick Award, Walter Camp Award, Bronco Nagurski Award, Butkus Award, Lombardi Award, unanimous All American. That was all in 2012. That was his senior year, and that was while this was going on. And uh, the pop, the uh, distribution of enrollment at Notre Dame, 52% male, 48% female. Yeah, look, I, I'm not, you know, uh, picking Notre Dame as the uh, the school with the hottest babes on the planet as opposed to SEC schools but and some Chad, other places. They're real. That's but, my point. Like, Yes, yeah. but, but uh, you even, pass them every day. even with that, there is a plethora of <laughs> real live options. <laughs> For Manti Teo, if well, you, you want can him. meet face to face, right? In and multiple it, places, you can meet him uh, in the library. He's also not a bad looking studying. guy, but I mean, you don't have to be good looking at all. Right. If you're Manti Teo <laughs> at Notre Dame, it doesn't matter. You walk into your Western Civ class, and you got girls lining up to to hang out with you, to hang out with you. Right, and you don't have to be the, out partying to meet women on any campus. No. You can meet them in a library. You can meet them in the cafeteria. Well, you can also, meet them 
this wasn't, you know, 1978 when he was playing. You meet him on your phone. He was already, <laughs> right. you know, there are women that uh, can contact you on Facebook that are, go to school there that right. you could meet up with. He met this pretend you meet one them virtually and then meet up with them physically as opposed to carrying on a relationship she with a woman never met. She was going to be there any week. And then she died. Look, well, what made they the were going to meet, But Chad. what made the story, though, and what he played into... She got sick. Uh, he acted like they his, had met up a lot. She no, got his, ill. No, his grandmother died. So it was the story of this guy just lost his grandmother, who and he's very close with, that, and lost his girlfriend that he was in love with. It's a double and whammy. the emotional state of Manti Teo and how he was going to overcome that and play a game. How would it affect his game? I that, feel like we're doing our own documentary right that now. That was the story. <laughs> About the whole story. <laughs> we're going through it. This is the Outkick 360 version of the documentary. Really, it takes something away from the Just loss. Just us remembering little details along the way of the story. It takes something away from the loss of his Meemaw. Man, it's. Uh, I, I, I would advise to go back and just watch. I'm sure I can find it. Whatever heartfelt, tearjerker, little vignette that was put on college game day about the whole thing, oh. and then having to go back and find out it's all fake. We had Tom Rinaldi on. If he's voicing, I'd love to ask him when he found out that story wasn't real, the first thing he thought about putting that together. Aren't Netflix Not that shows, it's his fault, but you know, like you do that and you feel dumb afterwards. Aren't Netflix shows just there? Don't they just pop in the, the middle of the night? There's a specific time? It's there it right tonight? now because someone uh, responded to our conversation, there. so they watched it this morning. But they just got done watching wow. it. It's quite the show to watch over breakfast. Had to be at work it's, right yeah, on It's time. not a, uh, it's going to drop right at, you know, 8 right. p.m. Yeah, it usually works like that, drops right? at like 10 p.m. the night before it's supposed to be released. Um, so did you guys see what Tony LaRusso did last night? No, I saw that you were going to tell us. Um, there's video that has surfaced. I, we this can't, guy's... we can't play it because of the expletives that are going on in the stands. Um, but there, there's a guy videoing as the White Sox are trying to pull the comeback and they hit a double and there's a runner on second and there is a fan within ear distance of Tony LaRusso who's like perched up on the dugout yelling telling Tony LaRusa, look at the situation, the game situation. Get in the pinch runner now on second. Put him in the game. And LaRusa is like half asleep. Here's the fan behind the net. Tell him to put in the pinch runner. He comes running out of the dugout, calls time like he's a, calling timeout in a basketball game to the umpire, and then gets the pinch runner in and then goes to the opposite end of the dugout so he can't have to, so he doesn't have to hear how, uh, the, how he uh, just got managed the from the stands? Yes, and like people are like, "Oh, he's doing it!" And this guy told him what to do. And like, <laughs> it, it, but he, the the fan meant it. Like, can we can we win this game? Where's yeah. his you bench put, coach? Get, get the fast guy in uh, the game. Who's it, his bench coach and well, where's his bench coach? I don't, that's a good question too. But the the fact is, Tony Larusa was told what to do last night by a fan, and they had the go ahead run, and he scored. Because they put in a That's, faster runner. The Titans That's awesome. do this. They pay, but people pay big charity money to call the first play of preseason games. They probably do it on Saturday night. I wish we could play. What it if you could just yeah, be the manager for the entire game for the yeah, White let Sox? LaRusse, for let, they the, could uh, call it. Let Larusa hey, nap. The fan himself have this, have this Wednesday night off. This Wednesday night game. This, the, this the, guy's going to call. The guy that has, is yelling at Larusa is not shouting expletives, but there are people Around. behind like that are so livid with Larusa for just standing there. Even the batter like turns around like, are we going to do this? Like, are you going to help me out when I get this base hit? Are we going to score? 
Is this guy um, famous I'm, now in Chicago? I also I love. Know. I also love that he like dramatically calls a timeout, <laughs> like an actor in a sports movie. Yeah, come on the court. Timeout! Timeout! Yeah. You know, just to dramatically, not just a little. He starts yelling getting, at getting the, the ref's attention and giving the timeout. Slowly trots out there, and then he and the ump, ump finally calls time. He looks over at Larusa like what? And he's like, he goes, he just gives a time soon. He's like time, and then he's he motions for the for the pinch runner. That's a great. I, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to hear it. And the camera was rolling not and, because of the fan. Like they had no relation. You can tell because the guy filming was like, "Oh, I I can't believe this guy just told Larissa what to do." He was filming it because I think his favorite player was at bat, and he was at the beginning of that. He kind of yeah. is narrating what he's doing. I want to. Uh, I'll, I'll play I want to read it Chicago column. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll post it on the Outkick three hundred and sixty Twitter so everyone can go check this out during the break. And again, we would play it. It's just very hard to edit it. So the, the uh, big leads headline: Tony Larusa is taking managing advice from fans yeah, during games. It's amazing. That's a great it headline if you're the owner of the White Sox. Yeah. Um, coming up, South Carolina and Spencer Rattler. What does the addition of Spencer Rattler mean for the Gamecocks? On this day, one year ago, Spencer Rattler is the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Today, in 2021, he's now playing at South Carolina. We'll discuss expectations for the Gamecocks. Plus, George Pickens off to a fantastic start in Pittsburgh. And it is a big week coming up for Traylon Burks. We'll tell you why. But first, Outkick 360, excited to partner with Aurora Nutriscience, who is a trusted partner that keeps us mentally sharp and healthy with their supplements, Aurora delivers your supplements and your vitamins where you need them the most, your body. You're seeing VitaLifeScience.com right now. V-I-D-A LifeScience.com. It's where you can go to see more information. And our Outkick 360 season ticket holders receive a 15% discount with the code OUTKICK360. Typical pills and capsules are not well absorbed. In fact, most are only absorbed in small, very small amounts. Your digestive system breaks these pills down until there's little left for you to benefit. But... Here's Aurora, unique, cutting-edge, nutritional, and absorbable supplements encapsulated in liposomes that ensure greater absorption in the body's bloodstream. I personally use the vitamin C, their vitamin D3, their glutathione, simple single-use package you can grab and go in the morning. And if you are a weekend warrior, if you take medication for high cholesterol, if you want the endless benefits from curcumin, they have many more vitamins and supplements for you at vitalifescience.com, V-I-D-A-LifeScience.com for more info. 15% off with the code OUTKICK360 at vitalifescience.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. More embarrassing moment. 
Manti Teo learning that Lene Kaku was fake or Sig Up learning that Chad Withrow was pledging Sigma Nu after winning the Balanced Man Award oh. at the University of Tennessee. They were on different scales. Our, our break conversations are the best sometimes. That was a good one right there. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick network. That had to be a real blow. But I, we just handed this guy $1,500 cash or whatever it was. I mean, that's like... Still, that nobody that's came like, back uh, to you is remarkable. That's the you same way... You are the balanced man. What a pushover. I would imagine it's the same way Raising Cane's chicken tenders feels about the NIL deal with Miles Brennan <laughs> when he quit football. They signed it the week before and paying him a lot, and he's like, yep, I'm, I'm out, guys. Thanks for the money, though. Appreciate it. I'll still endorse Surely your, they're gonna I'll go still endorse get your some chicken. Of that back. No, because you can't you can't base NIL on performance on the field. You're just giving it to the person. That's illegal. No matter where you're getting it. So once it from. he signed the contract, then I mean look, That's it's it's a business and it's a contract. So I feel like you should be able to put in there this is a stipulation of being on the team, not performance, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But being a part of the football program. If you elect to leave the football program, then this discontinues our contract. Or we will no longer pay. Exactly. But apparently that's not the case. But that's how SIG App It's a great scam for that him. day. I can't believe SIG App. I mean, there had to have been something in there. You get this 1500 bucks for being a SIG App. It's probably maybe the most cruel thing I've ever done, just to take the money well, from someone. Well, you've done some cruel things. I've done let's, cruel things. Let's not be rash. Not like that outwardly <laughs> cruel, right? That bull mastiff that lived next door would yeah. think otherwise. Yeah. There's not a dog that likes me on this planet. <laughs> yeah, we know. Because the new neighbor's because dog, the they, they have to put the dog inside. The this dogs is the, sense things about people. You guys know the story. It's where I had to carry the mother of the dog out of the house, right? The first week she moved in because she yeah. had a, a medical episode. Yeah, you saved her life. And the dog was freaking out because I'm taking his mom away and ever since then I'll mow the yard and this dog is jumping up almost over the fence to attack me <laughs> and barking and they're having to wrangle it That'd and throw it in the house. Content. Oh my Just goodness. Chad it's mowing crazy. with the dog appearing over the fence. It's it's nuts. This and this dog is I'd not pay small. To see that. It's not small. It it would kill me if given the chance. If it I'd was one on one, it would attempt to kill me. I'd pay more to see that than the jumping. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd pay a certain rate to see the jumping, and I'd pay a higher rate to see him come out. Then you. you're really into snuff films because it's take, either me or that dog that's going to die. In that taking, scenario. taking the one, money, one or the other, on the Sig Up Balance Man scholarship is it's not the that most is, cruel thing you've ever done. That is just an epic story. It's a I don't great find that story. cruel at all. Like no, it's I, I find. Like you are, uh, you're an extraordinary age. man based on that well, decision. I had to go to a like the banquet. <laughs> yeah, this is like the day before signing day with the fraternity. So I remember I, I had like my dad's sports coat and went to this banquet with all these other guys, and they selected the balanced men and gave it to them at this dinner. He wasn't that balanced because it was like winning an at Indy. the end because you know, he had all like the it. money in one pocket. It threw him off balance. Straight and cash. the winner is from Mount Juliet High School, Chad Worthrow. <laughs> oh, and I had to put my piece of rubber chicken down. Drinks on me, boys. Walked up and got my got my balanced man scholarship. Did you buy a round of drinks? No. I think I actually spent it on books. You've said I, that I before. Think I That's a the, great I cover I think I story. did the right thing. I think you bet it. But here's the thing. I would, not at this point, because I d- did not acquire a fake ID until later, but... I would I would buy drinks on my parents' gas card <laughs> at, at the Shell station. Did they uh, ever figure out that scam? Well, it was prepaid, right? Well, I would also get. I mean, I was eating terribly, but I'd get these like huge fried chicken meals every day, like fried chicken wings and fries 
from the same Shell station on Cumberland <laughs> Avenue in Knoxville oh, yeah. every Looked day. Like for gas. So all of my charges were like, you know, $18 for lunch because it's that and a 12-pack. How's it going, Chad? You sure are driving yeah. a lot over there in Knoxville. Anyway, little little stroll down memory lane. Uh, the South Carolina campus, uh, almost as happy as uh, Knoxville, based on last year's result. They got a bounce, they won man. more. They won more than uh, was expected. Now it wasn't a lot more. It wasn't many more games, but they you know they hung on against Vanderbilt to win that game. They could have easily lost to the Commodores. Uh, they were blown out a lot too. But but the way they finished the season against North Carolina in the bowl game, they've ridden that momentum. They are still riding it now, and they bring in Spencer Rattler to make even more of a difference for what Shane Beamer is building. Shane Beamer was previously uh, a coach at Oklahoma. He helped recruit Spencer Rattler. They know each other very well. They are comfortable with each other in terms of scheme, uh, style, what's expected. And now you start to look ahead at, okay, what could Spencer Rattler do in the SEC East? Because he lost his job at OU due to too many turnovers but also because Caleb Williams was behind him, and we, we certainly saw what Caleb Williams became. But it was Spencer Rattler's job that he won, and he was the Heisman frontrunner because he's the quarterback at Oklahoma, and that's where the Heisman either winners or runners-up were coming from at the time. Now he's at South Carolina with a fresh start and a coach that knows him well, and the question is, hey, they return their offensive line. They, that could be a good or a bad thing. They allowed 31 sacks last year. They have revamped their running back room. They have a transfer from Wake Forest. They have uh, Bell and Vaughn in the passing game. And now they have a legitimate quarterback more than what we saw last year. And even last year, they won seven games. So the over-under question here, over-under nine and a half starts for Spencer Rattler. And would you go over-under 21 and a half touchdown passes based on your answer? I think, I, well, I'm going to go over on the starts, and for that reason, I'm going over on the touchdown passes also. And here's my big question with South Carolina. What is the value of great experience when that experience was bad? Here's my point. They returned their entire offensive line. Well, that sounds great. They only produced a 100-yard rusher six times last year, which is really bad in college football. They could not run the football at all. They weren't great in pass protection. On the flip side... They get some guys back from the number one pass defense in, in the SEC. Well, why is that? Because people ran at will on them, and they're losing some guys up front. So they're bringing guys back at spots where they weren't good a year ago. They're going to get better from one year to the next, you would think, but how much better are they going to get? And Spencer Rattler, you would mentioned Hutton, the, the preseason Heisman favorite a year ago, the issue I have with Spencer Rattler is they got a lot better once Caleb Williams came into the offense. You can't deny that. So something was up there. And I know he's got a lot of talent. He's definitely better than starting four quarterbacks, which South Carolina did a year ago, the most since 1981, starting those four guys. But how much better? I think it's a lot better. I mean, they, they, their transfer class is one of the best in the country that they have coming in with the Wake Forest running back, the uh, Stogner, the tight end tight from end. Oklahoma that was good, his teammate have, with Spencer Rattler. They have two Rattler. good tight ends. But, again, my the big question mark, their, their schedule's tough. They open at in SEC play. They go to Arkansas, and they have Georgia in their first two games. Um, 
Can they win some of those swing games they won a year ago to get to six and six? And eventually seven and six with a win over North Carolina. So their swing games. They There's lost a lot to of Missouri. the same. A lot of the same questions I have about this team last year. I have about this team this year. But last year they lost to Missouri. They play Kentucky as one of those swing games right in the middle of the year. This is on the road in October. Um, Florida, Vanderbilt. They're not. Here's the thing too. I just don't see them beating Florida this year. They beat Florida a year ago because Florida we didn't want to play anymore. Right. For Dan Mullen at that point in the season, this was a November game, so they really took advantage of that. They beat Auburn, which is a really bad loss for Auburn. Yep. Uh, and then they got blown out. They got blown out by Tennessee. They got blown out by the good teams on their schedule. They had a near-death experience and, and a comeback win against Vandy that helped them get to six wins. They were very – they also had, the I think, the biggest turnover margin in the SEC in but their favor. They're but they Clemson. were very, very lucky at a year Clemson ago. this year. 24 there, there is, takeaways. They also don't have to be as lucky this year because they've got a better quarterback situation. So, so Rattler's not a Heisman – uh, favorite, great, but he's he should be tremendously better than the quarterbacks they were trying to roll through last year, no doubt. And that that's the difference. We're 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 going through the schedule of last year and looking at how they won games, and the fact that they won games against some of these teams with the quarterback play that they were getting. I mean, how many of those thirty-one sacks were on just quarterback play alone? I don't know. I mean, offensive line wasn't good. We, they couldn't run block either. Um, but this is a this is a chance for Shane Beamer to use the momentum and the way that team was playing against North Carolina, where they had the wide receiver, former quarterback, step in and go win a game and nine for nine passing for 175 yards. All of that plays into, I think, this year by just putting Rattler in the mix and saying, okay, we've got a great transfer class coming in, including Spencer Rattler, and we're going to lean on uh, defensively, what we were doing, we need to stop the run better, but we should be scoring more points. They were. I'm not totally sold on Rattler either, but f- from 111th offense in the nation with 23 points a game, I expect them well, to be better. To, to me, Josh Van at receiver and yep. this Antoine well- Wells from James Madison. You don't know how that translates, but the guy caught 116 passes for 1,800 yards and 21 touchdowns there. Now he's playing with Spencer Rattler. You would think there'd be production. Yeah, Juice he goes by Juice. I think Juice Wells from James Madison is going to be a good addition. Um, here's the sales pitch from from Shane Beamer and company when they move forward. First off, the, the sales pitch from Marcus Satterfield, who's the offensive coordinator, to Spencer Rattler is actually really funny. He said after last year, everybody in America thinks I'm an idiot watching our offense, and everyone thinks you suck after watching at Oklahoma. So let's get together and have the biggest chip on our shoulder in America and prove them wrong this year. And it worked. And they get Spencer Rattler. If it works this year, and they just improve by a game. Let's say they get to 7-5 and five this year. You know, if 8-4 and four would be amazing for South Carolina this year. But they, if they win by a game, and these transfers are productive, you can become another transfer you, like Ole Miss has with Lane Kiffin. The sales pitch is, look, not starting where you are, former four- and five-star prospect. Things aren't working out there. Come here. Help us continue to build and get closer and closer to the top of the East in the division. And to me, that's what South Carolina is setting themselves up for if this experiment works with Rattler and all these other transfers is they can really sell themselves on a quick fix for some guys to come in and contribute immediately. I, I I, I, I want to point out, though, I... 
I have a lot of respect for Spencer Rattler. Um, so he was ultimately benched, correct me if I'm wrong, in the Texas game, in that classic last year. Yes, Caleb Williams, the Caleb his Williams took over that then. Game. But the crowd was out on him like two games into the season when they hosted West Virginia. They were booing him and chanting for Caleb Williams two games in when it's a slugfest 7-7 after the first quarter. It was 10-7 at halftime with West Virginia having the lead. And Lincoln Riley went to the podium after, by the way, Spencer Rattler leading the game-winning drive after being booed out of his own home stadium, which is tough to do as a preseason Heisman favorite two weeks later. Um, And Riley goes to the podium and says, quote, I'll tell you what, it takes a lot of balls to do what we did at the end, so people better see that too. Talking about um, the crowd booing, being booed by home fans on several occasions, uh, his quarterback who completed all six of his passes for 54 yards on the final drive to set them up in scoring range as as time expired. Final possession, 14 plays, 80 yards. Oklahoma wins 16-13. That's how South Carolina is going to win games this year. That's, that's kind of a description of what I see the impact being for Rattler in this offense. And if you're taking over nine and a half starts and over 21 and a half touchdown passes, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm taking the over on both of that, on both of those options. Um, I, I see South Carolina being better this year because of that. I could see them, you know, could they have the same record? Could they have seven wins? Um, in the regular season, and you feel like it had seven if you count the the bowl last year, right? But if you um, if they had seven wins the regular, seven season, regular season, that's a huge success. Yeah, with their schedule this it, right? year, absolutely. And that's, that's great for them this year. And to me, that, that Rattler's the difference in that. Yeah, because it, I think if they're winning, you know, if they're going to win seven games this year, you know, you're winning a game like Tennessee at home that they got blown out a year ago in that game. I mean, if you're just looking for automatic wins in their schedule, they got Georgia State, who's a pretty good team last year, uh, Charlotte, South Carolina State. Those should be three wins. And then outside of that, I mean, Vandy. Vandy. So there's four. The rest, I mean, you could you could argue these are all – Missouri's a swing, big swing game for them. Tennessee, I guess, is a big swing game for them. Although I think Tennessee's quite a bit better. Well, but they're also. Carolina. But who knows with Spencer Rattler in the mix now? Yeah, but this is the toss-up now. Is Missouri doesn't have a quarterback yeah, that we know of, but they, South Carolina does. But that's a swing game for both programs. They play at Florida. I think Florida's better than than South Carolina. I think I think we're kind of sleeping on Florida and Anthony Richardson a little bit. Anthony Richardson's getting talked about the most talented quarterback prospect in the upcoming draft, possibly from some scouts when they look at him physically. So. It's going to be difficult. To your question, Hutton, seven wins is amazing for this team because they get Georgia State and then they get go to Fayetteville and then Georgia at home. Yeah, that's a brutal start so, with Arkansas and Georgia. But then, yeah, but then, then you have Charlotte and South Carolina State, so they can you know, settle Kentucky, themselves right? there. And then they go to Kentucky and they get A&M at home. And they're at Clemson later. There's not a lot of circled wins once you get into their SEC portion of their schedule, is my point with South Carolina. But that's where we expected them to be. A year ago, South Carolina was the circled win for everyone else when they were on the schedule. More coming on OutKick 360.
You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good news for the Jets. Uh, the procedure on Zach Wilson's knee, everything went as planned. They could have found more problems. They did not. So there's still a chance, based on the recovery timeline, he could be available for week one whenever they host the Ravens. Outkick 360 rolls on. John McClain's going to join us in seven minutes, and we will have a deep dive on all things NFL with all the news and rumors uh, and, and position battles that are taking place across the league. There is a, a matchup no one's talking about tonight, and maybe for good reason, maybe not. Um, there's a Cy Young showdown taking place in Major League Baseball. Um, the Cy Young favorites facing off against the man chasing him in the AL, Justin Verlander against Dylan Cease tonight as uh, the White Sox take on the Astros. Side story, on the Cease side, will Tony La Russa take direction from any fan? Yeah. <laughs> Time so, to get him out, Tony. Let's go. I, the, the, the Cy Young doesn't come down to one matchup, but it's a really close vote right now. Verlander's favored by, he's minus 130 at BetMGM. Cease is plus 165, and he's in the midst of a 14-game win streak that's been unprecedented uh, throughout this, this stretch run since May 24th to now. And uh, his team is 11-3, I believe, in his start since May 24th. And he's allowing less than a one earned run in those starts. You guys combined. know I love that pitching ninja account on Twitter <clears throat> where he just shows the filthiest stuff around the league every night. And uh, on Dylan Cease nights, he's all over there. I mean, he is just one of these guys with the young, the young guys with filthy, filthy stuff that makes me wonder how anybody hits anything. 14 consecutive starts without more than one earned run is a Major League Baseball record. He can make it 15. Coming up tonight. later in the show, we'll ask Paul the question, are the Yankees okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's our answer before we ask the question later. Free John McClain is next. NFL discussion on OutKick 360.